Welcome everybody to Nearly 30s. I'm Luke. And I'm Mike. And today we're going to do a more funzy kind of podcast. We're going to go on this Reddit page called Am I an Asshole? And we'll discuss the scenarios, give our take on it, and see if you agree with our opinions. So why don't we start off with a scenario? Yeah, okay. So uh, in this scenario, basically, uh, there's this guy. He asks a person out on a date. So okay. then after that, basically, um, the other party uh, rejected him and said that uh, she would like for him to actually stay on as uh, platonic friends. Then um, his reply was basically that uh, he would think about it. So him uh, being rejected, he, he decided to then ask a female co-worker out on a date. Afterwards, um, I think few, I think one or two days before the date plan, then um, the initial girl that he actually asked, out, asked if uh, it's still on because they are supposed to go on a concert. So then after that, after all this happened, uh, his sister actually said that he was being a douchebag. Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah, what's your take on like this scenario? I think a very interesting question to that would be, do you believe guys and girls can be friends? Personally, I think it's possible, but like, uh, I generally don't, I, I generally just don't, uh, what's that called? Have much interest in girls unless <laughs> I am like interested as uh, like a significant other. So yeah, that's yeah. just for, for, for me. Uh. For me also, but that's, we are the, I would say minority. Yeah. But I'm really trying to think about this and somehow or rather I find there's this ongoing perception that if a guy and a girl stay friends like too long, has something is bound to happen. You know, like they are bound to get together. Either that or one person catches feelings and then they end up having to like break up as friends. So yeah, that is my perception. But I'm sure there are many guy and go who are friends and stay friends for many, many years. Yeah, I mean, as long as you know your boundaries and you're mature enough, right? I think it's not a problem to be friends. Yeah. Because yeah. the friendships between guy and girl that I seen work is when they are both attached. Then there's no, you know, there's no underlying like innuendo involved. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. are we dating? Are we not? Like, do you like me? Maybe not. That kind of excitement, I guess, in the yeah. relationship. Yeah. And I think if like both parties, uh, came under the premise that like they wouldn't ever date each other, like it's just like yeah, but even then, together. right? Yeah, even then, I don't know. Maybe. It's because I watch a lot of shows or just listen to many stories. Uh. Like even then, like one is bound to fall for the other. You know what I mean? I think there are chances that uh, your feelings might develop into something further. But uh, the premise that they can never be friends, I think it's quite... Like it's not clear-cut. Uh. There's no okay. like, oh yeah, you can not, never be friends. Yeah. But either way, right, the second part of the story is also quite irritating because... In that sense, what does the sister have anything to do with anything? Do you know what I mean? What do you mean by the sister have to do? Oh, yeah. So the thing I missed out was yeah. because the sister, like the person that he initially asked out was a friend of the sister. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's why okay. she commented because she, he told them, he told the sister about what happened. And probably the friend also told the sister what happened. I think it would be different if, it would be different if he rejected the sister's friend. Right? Because now it's the girl rejecting him uh. yeah so your take is yeah. as in, so basically where do you stand do you think that like, no I think he's completely fine in doing that yeah I also because agree. they have a mutual understanding that they, they don't like each other right I mean the, the girl doesn't want anything further and the guy thinks that since she doesn't want anything further then like myself I not like, yeah. her to a date. so it's, there's a mutual understanding uh. yeah. yeah so I think the sister is a bit weird in saying that it was douchebaggery of him. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess she's kind of like standing out for a friend. Okay. Mm. Take your time to speak into the mic. Because when you tilt your head to the words, then it's kind your of volume just like becomes really, really soft. Alright. Yeah. But no issue there. Okay. Are you done with this scenario? I, I guess one thing that uh, he could have done better was to uh, communicate the idea across better. What do you mean? Like, because he only mentioned that he told her that he would think about it. So, like, there was no uh, clear-cut response, I guess. 
on his end to say that, oh, I, I won't be bringing you on uh, the concert then. That would have oh, probably okay. like prevent like such an issue, maybe. Okay. Yeah. But I'm always more empathetic to the side who is rejected. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So the person who is rejected, I wouldn't ever point it to them and like, yeah, it's your fault, you know? Like, yeah. Mm, no, I, I don't mean that he has fought as in, in any sense, but I just meant that things could have been defined more clearly so that like uh, it, can, it can be told to the party that, yeah, uh, since you have rejected my uh, advances, then I'll just like, I'll, I'll not be bringing you on to the, con- like, to the date. Uh. That's clear yeah. cut. Yeah. Then that's, that's it. Uh. I mean, there's nothing to debate about whether it's right or wrong because you rejected me. Uh, so it's only fair that I don't have to continue to bring you on. Okay. Right. So the main issue was that he, he just didn't make, make, make it explicit. Uh. Uh, no, some, some of the, the people were saying that because, um, oh yeah, because part of it also in the scenario is that he actually booked, because it's a concert, right? So he actually booked like a hotel stay. Uh, so people were implying that like, oh, he wanted to get late, etc. Then he clarified that no, like he's fine if they went with like separate rooms as well. It's just that because the premise was that he wanted a date. So it's a date. Okay, okay. Yeah. I have, okay, this this suddenly got re- really interesting because so recently on Terrace House, this is the latest episode, okay? I'm talking about episode 37 of Terrace House Tokyo. Alright, so there was this issue. Okay, there's going to be spoilers uh, anyways. There's this issue whereby there's this creepy guy, Nini, right? Do you, do you know who's Nini? Mm. So he wanted to sleep in the same room as the girls, alright? And this room would contain two guys, two girls. So in that sense, it's kind of safe, but kind of not. Right? Because there's another couple who's going to be in the same room. So you can't really have sex or anything, right? You can't really, you know, get frisky or something. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, it feels kind of safe. But at the same time, right, it's a bit creepy, right? If if the girl doesn't know you that well, why would she want to sleep like next to you? So the at the end, the girls decided to like take the futon and run downstairs and sleep in another room while the guys were bathing. So that was the conclusion. Uh, that they felt so uncomfortable that they had to do that. Because the guy was really, really like insistent on them sleeping in the same room. So what's your what's your take on this? I mean it's clearly that the guy doesn't know like boundaries. Uh. <laughs> like he da- he don't know social so one of the things that the girl said was oh, we don't want to sleep in the same room because, you know, in the morning we have to do our makeup. So we don't want to wake you guys up. And then he's like, oh, don't worry. I'll wake up early to have a morning walk. Like he doesn't get any social cues or hints, you know. So girls are very subtle when it comes to these kind of things. Like mm-hmm. they will hint at it that they are uncomfortable, but not outrightly reject. Yeah. Yeah. So, but on the other hand, is it a problem if a guy and girl sleeps in the same room as friends? Not not like there's going to be anything happening that's unsafe, right? It depends on how much uh, each party like know, know their boundaries and also like how much trust you can give to other, like, each other. Yeah. So basically it's that like if the trust is solid and then you all know that like it's just a, like, a night sleeping, that's all. Nothing is going to go wrong, then that's fine, right? Because you all respect each other that much yeah. that you all wouldn't like, go about doing anything funky. Probably the issue come where he's just too creepy. Like the girl doesn't trust being in the same room with him at night. Even yeah. if there's another couple. I think a lot is just him like, I don't know, surrendering to his last. Uh. Like he's just a, he's, he's, he feels like a horny, like, uh, what's that called? Teenager. Yeah. Yeah. One funny thing was the lip gloss incident oh. where he so this move I don't know where he learned it from but it was so outlandish so he put lip gloss on the go and then he purposely put more than he needed to so that he can use his lips to take the excess off that's like the most corny corniest shit that I've seen it works only in so far if like both parties are comfortable with it like you know there's like mutual attraction and stuff and like you know it's not it works only in animes. Uh. Yeah, probably. Not maybe in dramas. I, I don't know. I think, it can, it, it can work. I think it can work 
if like both parties are comfortable enough. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe at like a different stage of a relationship, like not like at their stage. Because that was like probably the first date out. So like <laughs> that's yeah. way too much. Okay, but my, my take on boy and girl sleeping in the same room if they are not together is it would probably still be uncomfortable for me, I think. Because I don't want the girl to feel uncomfortable as well. Yeah. Unless she says she is completely, she wants it, you know. Otherwise, I would not try to force it. Yeah, obviously, the suggestion, if like, if it, it, it shouldn't come out from the guy, and I feel. Like, if the girl yeah, suggests it and then she's fine, then like. But there are many guys who do this, maybe even unknowingly, you know. Maybe mm-hmm. they are not even thinking of having sex that night. Like, one scenario that I came across was this guy, he asked the girl to go on a overnight hiking. Then the girl was like, oh, like, why not? Like, but she asked, like, who else is going? Then he was like, oh, just me and you. Then she's like, okay, yeah. And we have to stay overnight in the same room. Then he was like, yeah. So that already sounds like quite creepy, you know, like alarm bells will ring. Mm-hmm. Like why, like if we are not together, why are you bringing me to this like, secluded mountain and then just going to be the two of us? Yeah. Especially if both parties just know each other. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, enough for the first scenario. I think we went into a lot more interesting questions just from that one scenario. But yeah, we can go to the next one. Okay, so the next one would be uh, basically she her, her parents uh, divorced because the father cheated on the mother with another woman. Then uh, recently uh, her mother passed away and then left her with uh, some inheritance. Then the dad was just getting by. So then basically she has another half-sister from uh, the dad and the the other woman that the dad cheated on. And yes. then they were, they required her assistant to actually help treat a life-threatening illness. And then basically she rejected the she refused to use the money uh, basically. Who has the life threatening illness? Uh the the step the step sister. The step sister. Are you sure this is not from a Korean drama? This is from a Korean drama. No, this uh, is so dramatic. It's not. It's okay. just I think yeah. Okay. I'll let you go first. What what would what would your actions be? In this very, very simple context. I think um in this context, like I I might be willing to help, but it's only out of like compassion. But I wouldn't forgive uh, my father for doing such a thing. Okay. Yeah, so so I will still not have a decent relationship with my dad. Because like like the last time around when we talked about it, like I take a very hard stance of cheating, right? Yes. Yeah. So to me it's like if it happens within the family, then like basically he's the person that caused like the disruption within the family. Yeah. But the stepsister is from the mom's side, as in the mistress. Yeah, the mistress. Child. Yeah, the mistress. Or is child. it the dad's child? Basically, it's the mistress and the dad like gave birth to. Uh, oh, so she's an actual stepsister, not, not from the mistress side. Yeah. Oh my god, that makes it. That makes it. Means we are connected by blood. Eh? Yeah, but only in so far that. Like your dad, but so I don't. Yeah, know. but you know, it's no, to like me, a, like, it's even closer than a first cousin. Yeah, but to me, like blood is not just like doesn't mean blood means I have to do everything to help you. Like it also yeah, depends on the relationship we have. I think that's where I kind of differ. Mm-hmm. I think I was brought up to value blood a lot. For example, if one of my family members was in trouble, right, I will not like hold back. In terms of help. Assuming that you have never met, like you don't even know this person as you were growing up. So no relationship, just just by blood. Yeah. Like I didn't even, wow. This scenario just keeps getting harder. I mean, that's the point, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. If it's life-threatening and I don't help, then it's a bit like you're a murderer, right? Because... In essence, you are killing that person. I don't know. In some sense, yes, no. I, I don't know. But what's your honest action that you'll do? I said I would help the, the sister out of like 
goodwill, uh, like compassion and stuff. But like, obviously my relationships with, because the, the dynamics with my father and the mistress is different. Okay. So that one I understand. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so she's, at the end of the day, you'll still help. Uh. For me, uh, because she is not, in, in, in some sense, in many sense, she's not the, the one to be blamed. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. She wasn't I at fault. I can see that as well. It, yeah. She wasn't the one that caused the problem. It's just that my hatred towards my dad shouldn't club me in terms of my judgment to help someone else. Uh, okay, I think the the blame is probably... Yeah, I think you, you, you structure the problem quite well. Because the blame or the fault doesn't lie with the girl, the half-sister. Yep. Okay. Let's let's twist the scenario a bit, alright? What if the let's twist the scenario a bit? Okay. What if the life threatening disease was the mistress? <laughs> the the person who kinda broke up your family. In this case I wouldn't help. In this <laughs> Okay, so the difference between the half sister and the mistress is because she she's at fault. Yeah. Partially, she's at fault. Okay. Because she knew what she got herself into. What if it was the dad? What if it was your dad? Yeah, okay. So, even if under the premise that it was the dad that pursued the mistress, right? But at some point, the mistress would have found out that he was married, right? And things could have, like, just broken off, right? Mm. Yeah. But she didn't, she didn't choose that option. Okay. I mean, what if the life-threatening disease was with your dad? Also wouldn't. Because, like... <laughs> no, because the relationship with your dad is... Like, not mendable in that sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it goes back to the point where you view cheating very, very strongly. Yeah, yeah so, like, your values... It depends on what values are important to you. Uh. So, for okay. me, if it's, if that is very important, then, like, it feels like a betrayal. Mm. I think I kind of lean towards cheating being a mistake rather than a person being evil. Meaning that humans are fallible, we all give in to our desires, and cheating is just one of humanity's pitfalls, I guess. So I wouldn't judge them harshly, more harshly than, say, another desire that humans fall trapped to. Like, would you blame, like, a alcoholic as badly as someone who cheats? Probably not, right? Okay, so in your sense, the alcoholic would be like an abusive father or what? An alcoholic father or... Yeah. No, just someone... Because all, all of these are just, I would say, fall under the umbrella of human failing. Yeah, but it's different degree of human failing. In terms of the alcoholic, he's not harming like you per se. Like he's harming himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe a bit of society. Yeah, if he's like if he's like sleeping on the rope, uh, on the like homelessness, etc. But apart but from what, that... What if your dad was alcoholic? Then he... You know, he doesn't do any work, right? He doesn't earn an income for the family. Like, let's not even talk about physical or verbal abuse. Like, he's just a bum, you know, mm. because he's alcoholic. Then in that sense, he's at fault also. Right? Yeah. Then in that sense, like, if you give me the same scenario, then in that case, I also wouldn't help him because as I was growing up, he wasn't a important figure to me. Okay. Yeah, because the relationship, like, didn't develop to a level where where we had a connection or something, or even though by blood, like, he gave birth to, I mean, he, he helped to give, give birth to me, but there wasn't a close relationship. But didn't the Asian teachings or culture, you know, they kind of invoke a sense of responsibility to blood relatives, you know? Yeah. Like about, from thousands of years ago, right? Since thousands of years ago, how... How was emperorship passed down, right? It's always through the blood. Yeah. How do families get wiped off the earth? In China, at least, right? Let's say this clan of people that the emperor deem as bad. Everyone in the family name would die. Yeah, but in some sense, a lot of the moral judgments that were made in the past are not valid today because the society has morphed. Okay. The way we view like relationships and uh, wrongdoings, etc. is different. Like, if let's say someone that's close to me has done something despicable or has violated the law, like obviously you can not like you can give them a second chance, but then again, like the relationship will be very different. You also cannot be like hundred percent saying that oh he has not done any wrong. If he has done something wrong, it's obviously that he has done something wrong. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't have issue with that 
I just mean that if it was a family member, would you put in more effort, right? Effort can be in terms of money, time, whatever is whatever resources in your disposal, right? Will you put in more resources to help that blood relative versus someone who, you know, it's just a just an acquaintance. That's what I mean. Insofar as like what is our relationship, I think it really stems for me, it stems a lot more on like the relationship that we have as I was growing up, etc. Okay, so you help a close you are more likely to help a close friend rather than a family member. Assuming the family member is like in the okay, in this scenario, assuming that my dad has a life threatening illness, he's he cheated, and then my friend has a life threatening illness, I'll help my friend. Wow. Okay. That's not something most people would say, I think. I think you fall into the minority. Not to say there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. But just an interesting viewpoint. Uh, yeah. I would say. But obviously, end, end of the day, whether I do help my parent, my father, right, it's also dependent on the other interrelated relationship. Like for example, as example I can give you is, let's say my mother still wants to work things out with my dad. Or like at the end of the day, after my dad cheated, he actually... Uh, did put in effort to try to yeah he repented yeah obviously. he repented then like, a lot of other variation walker but if you are talking like a clear cut he cheated and he's like he gone he down and he left as a staff then yeah okay this reminds me of a story a short story so my cousin he did not go to one of my other cousin's wedding and this became a huge deal because as a cousin you are expected to show up to the wedding right Depends but on how, how, how close the cousin is. I mean, like, how far is the first cousin? First okay. cousin. Okay. So, first cousin in Chinese culture, you're expected to be there. Yeah. Right? Unless it's a really, really serious condition. And he did not want to turn up because he was of this thinking whereby, you know, I'm not even, I don't even talk to this cousin. Why should I turn up? And that caused like a huge hoo ha. In my family. And another thing to add on would be my family is huge. Like I think we have 17 or 20 cousins. Uh, so it's a very, very big family. Uh. In total, or means your mom and your dad side or just one side? I think total number of cousins would be around 17 or 20. So it's a lot of cousins. Uh. Mm. Yeah. But in the end, he, he didn't go for that one, but he goes for the subsequent ones. Uh. And then he's going to get married this year. So I think his view kind of changed as he grew up and matured. I don't know. I think it's more like insofar as like family pressure, <laughs> etc. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, I don't know the quotes and like of your family structure, but yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. But it got me thinking, uh, like, why do we actually have to turn up just because we are blood relatives, you know? Yeah. So for myself, I also don't talk to that cousin. But I'm also there, you know. Yeah. So to me, like, my, my stance is very si- simple. Like, blood doesn't mean that there's a special relationship. It really depends on the upbringing, like, how how, how we how our relationship has been over the years. Yeah. But I grew up to think that there are certain obligations uh, that you have to adhere to. I mean... And these are non-negotiable, you know. Which like, are, what are some? It more, like, weddings. Uh, okay. Like, cousin weddings. Okay. Like, it will cause more pain to myself if I don't go, you know? Yeah, but in your case, it's more of like you're weighing like, which is more painful, right? Like, like what causes more disruption? But this is because of the inherent structure of your family. Like, it's a rare Chinese traditional kind of family. And then, yeah. basically, we have to adhere to this tradition. So that's okay, not to disrupt, you know? Yeah, flow. I understand. Imagine a scenario where there's no compulsoriness. That's not a word. But if yeah. there's no... <laughs> yeah, it's not compulsory for you to attend. Yeah, then imagine like half the family turns up. It's also... I don't know. It's also not very pleasant, I guess. Like imagine... Yeah, then after that, are you going to turn up for their wedding if they get married in the future? Then it, it, it just sounds like a lot of, you know, stupidity involved. Uh. So my as well make it compulsory, you know? Like, yeah. oh, you don't come to my wedding. I'm not going to go to your wedding like in two years' time or something. I don't know. There's for me, for me of... it's a very simple issue. Is to me, marriage is more of like between the two partners. So people that I want to invite will be people that I genuinely care about in my social circle or that I have a positive relationship with. So if people don't turn up, then like I I I, I don't think I will invite everyone. That's just my take on it. But like 
obviously we have other pressures like from parents etc but yeah uh, but what i mean that is that you're obliged to invite your entire family including all your cousins for me i'm not that's my thing i think but obviously given you're the circumstances, obliged, man. personally i'm not obliged to but like if family really? pressure obliged meaning that they expect you to like your family expects you to invite all family members. Yeah, my family expects, but I don't expect myself to invite everyone. Okay. Yeah. I think the obligation is upon me by my family members, right? But yes, it doesn't yes, mean exactly. I have to. It doesn't mean that I have to. Yeah, you're to. obligated to, ma. You're obligated to. Yeah, because like it's Chinese tradition, but like I obviously do not have to adhere to the obligations. I mean, I think this is something that is not worth the battle. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I'm I'm just taking the stance where like where I stand. But whether I act on that stance is a different thing because okay, there are many okay. other factors. You can't Fair enough. Yeah, you can't just say because sometimes you just don't want to disrupt things badly. Okay, alright. Let's move on to the next scenario. Alright, I think this is quite interesting. So basically okay. it's a date. So the guy and the girl went on a date. Then at the end of the dinner, right? Basically when they are supposed to pay for the bills, yes. the female actually suggested that she'll get it. And in okay. this in this scenario, uh basically the guy just let her handle the check ah yeah so then after that uh the next day when the guy woke up he actually received a text like saying that she sh- he shouldn't have put her in that position etc so what's your take on like this okay i actually have a lot to say about this issue sure 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 this is a mind. very very interesting topic so one thing that i don't think i've realized until recently is that it's very unattractive for girls when guys do not pay for things because and i can kind of understand that because in modern society right or even back in the old days guys are supposed to be the providers meaning that they are supposed to earn the income they're supposed to put food on the table right so there's an inherent or innate expectation whereby women think that you know guys should pay for things right and if a guy doesn't at all, that is where he suddenly drops in attractiveness. And I can kind of understand that kind of dichotomy, right? So, coming back to this situation, this specific situation, right? And it's so interesting because I've never heard of a story whereby a girl fakes taking the check and then the guy actually <laughs> lets him, lets her actually pay for the bill, right? Yeah. I think the normal situation would be the girl reaches for the check, then the guy is like, no, 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 I got this, right? Or maybe he offers to split it in half. Yeah. And so what's your your take? I'll give it to you, then I'll try to add on. For me, if I was in this scenario, I would have done what the guy has done. But why? Okay, I think a lot of it has to do with the... I think part, some cultures, right? Um, it's actually polite for the girl to say that she'll get it, and then it's only alright. It's only fair for the guy to just say that no, it's alright, I got it. So it's like basically the girls has to fake getting a check. Okay. From from the comments that I've read, like for some cultures, that's actually the norm. Or yeah. at least insist on splitting the check, right? Like you don't have to get the the girl doesn't have to get a full check, but she can offer to split the check. I think that's a more common one. Yeah. Whereby okay. the girl offers to split. Yeah. So if she have she would have offered to split a check, like I would have the same reaction, basically, okay, then we'll split the check. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. But now she offers to pay the whole thing. So what's your reaction now? I'll, I'll let her pay the whole thing. Uh. But why? Because for me it's like I don't want to catch whether she's like lying. <laughs> like it's but, like fake. Okay. Let let me let me try to accuse you of something. Uh. Yeah. You're someone who I wouldn't say is a troll, but you're someone who likes to be different from the norm. Okay. Right. Do you agree? You you don't like to be conventional. In a lot of sense, yes, because like I I like analyze different. Yeah, no, I yeah. analyze the situation. I don't want to be different because I want to be different. It's just because I've thought through the the scenario and then I think like where would I stand if I was in the situation? After okay. evaluating like my values as a try and the way I would do things. But why wouldn't you try to split it then? Like why would you let her pay for the whole check? Because she offered. Yeah, she offered knowing that it is a customary thing to do, right? Yeah. 
But you knowing of this custom, you still let her pay for the food thing. In that sense, wouldn't you say that you are kind of trolling? Because it's funny to you, right? Like, oh, since you say then, then I'll just let you pay for the whole thing. Uh. But will you actually say, will you actually do what you just said? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It feels weird for me that if she offers, then she doesn't. I, it's sort of like a calling a bluff kind of thing. You know, like, okay. I call it a bluff. But, but okay. I, I would still want to pay if, like, obviously if I were to go on a date, I would, I would want to pay for the, the dinner, etc. But if she offers, yeah. it means that on some level, she should know that her offer should stick. It shouldn't be like a, I throw because I know it's going to be retracted. I don't know. But this is going to be like a first date convention kind of thing. So if you know that already, wouldn't you step in to play the second part? So imagine this as a like a Shakespeare play, you know? Mm-hmm. Right? So line number one, the girl says, no worries, I'll get the check. Then you have to come in at line number two because you're the second actor, right? You cannot just like not react. Then she actually gets the check. Do you know what I'm trying to say? For, for me, it's more of the intention. Okay. Yeah. The intention behind it. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. But in that sense? No, no. Okay. Probably the dynamic would have been different if I had offered first. Okay. So in this scenario was that she offered straight away. Right? No, but it's okay. It doesn't matter. No, no, when, I've, I've, I don't know. For me, it feels like if I offer first and then she like, sh- like shoots back, it feels more of like a play in that sense. Like we are bouncing off something. Ah, okay. So if you... So, okay, let's go back to the Shakespeare play, okay? Yeah. So now you're actor number one, right? Yeah. So your first line is, no worries, I got the check. Then a girl comes in. It's okay, we can split the check. Yeah. In that case... If you flip the gender roles, shouldn't you still be actor number two and say, it's okay, we'll split the check. That's where I'm a bit perplexed. Unless you're telling me there's no social convention that states that both parties should reach for the check. I kind of get where you're coming from. Like, you want to call her bluff. But in doing so, right, you won't get a second date. If the end point was to date this person, right, that was not the right move. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. I'm like, yeah. But I, I, no, I think, okay, if she offered first, then I offer later, and she, she still got her the check. Like, it speaks more volume of her intentions. Yeah, so at the end of the day, you should still come in as actor too, right? Do you agree? Hmm. I know you're trying to call her out on the bluff. Yeah. But it's kind of a lose-lose situation, in my opinion. Okay, let me let me just give advice to people who... Face that scenario, okay? No, always get the check as a guy. <laughs> that's, yes. my, that's my advice too. Okay, always get the check as a guy. If the girl requests to split the check, right? That's a plus 20 points in my book, okay? And I'll let the girl split the check. If not, a better way to do it would be you get the mail, then she gets dessert. So technically, you're still paying more, but then it's not as calculative, Right? So that that would be the best way, I I would say. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously, the dating dynamic depends on like, at this point of time. Uh. If you, like you think that there, there won't be a second date, then <laughs> then she offered, then you can call a bluff, uh, basically. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I I guess so. Uh. I guess so. But yeah, I think that that scenario would be. Am I an asshole? Yes, yes, you are an asshole. Really, the majority is like not an asshole. You know? Legit, legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think most guys who 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 are on that Reddit thread are probably Yeah. Probably I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, uh, who knows? But that's just my opinion. Because everybody's saying know. like because she offered to pay, then it's only fair that like she should expect that she might have to pay. I'm okay with her paying. Yeah. But for the guy not to offer to split or for the guy not to offer to pay for like drinks later, for example. Like that, that, in my book, is probably a douchey move, I guess. Right? I don't know. For me, it's finer. So, I think you come from a stance whereby gender equality is so idealized, I think. Idealized in what sense? Means gender equality is actually gender equality. Yeah, I mean, you treat the other person as a, just an individual. Like, you don't have to 
subscribe a lot of norms to them. I mean, if okay. they offer, then okay, like, you can okay, you can choose to take out her offer or choose not to. Uh. That's up to you. But if you if you if you choose not to take out her offer, then it's only fair that she sh- like she shouldn't get angry about it, right? Yeah, but my question is, why wouldn't you offer to split? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I mean like if the gender roles was reversed. The girl will offer to split. She might not. Also. If the, yeah, if the girl doesn't offer to split, then maybe there won't be a second date, right? <laughs> because then maybe you realize, oh, this girl is not for me. Because going forward, if she expects every date to be paid by me, then maybe this this is not someone that I would like to date. Yeah. So I I think like because like we won't blame a girl if she doesn't like play the game, right? So you shouldn't blame the guy if he doesn't play the game as well. Like basically you, the dance of like but you should un- a check. Yeah, but you understand both this girl and this guy might not get a second date, right? Like yeah. that, that that is terrible, right? That's like one of the worst outcomes. Right? Yeah. So if you're trying to find a partner, that bad outcome is probably not what you want, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any other thoughts? Any other thoughts? Yeah. In terms of financial percentages, right? How much more do you think a guy should contribute? Contribute for what? Everything. So I'm talking about dates. I'm talking about, you know, movie tickets. Then we can even extend it to after you get married, then household-wise. So what's your take on this? 50-50. 50-50. Yeah. I would also like to... I would also like that. But it doesn't have to be a clear-cut 50-50. It depends on the yeah, time. I, I make I our relationship. Yeah, I understand what, what you mean. But let's say the girl you are extremely attracted to, she, she takes all the boxes. But she's very reliant on you for financial. Finan- for finances. What then? So she doesn't have a job as a child or what? More elaboration. No, maybe. Okay, so maybe let's just... I'll just share with you a short story. So one reason my friend and the girlfriend broke up because the girl couldn't see herself getting married to him in the next five years. Mm. Okay, so that is quite a strong reason to break up. Because if you don't get married, why stay together, right? Yeah. One of the reasons she mentioned was because she couldn't see herself spending that much money to get married. So in marriages, you need to buy a house, you need you know, the whole marriage fiasco, which is extremely expensive. So in her head, she wants everything to be 50-50. And because she cannot see herself doing a 50-50 split, she cannot see herself getting married. So that is a very extreme case. No, as in financially, she she cannot pay 50% of it? or like the Yeah, because, because she was earning not a lot, then she has to contribute to her household. So in the end, her savings, not really a lot. Okay, but in this scenario, did she discuss this with her boyfriend? In oh. this scenario, the boyfriend didn't expect her to be 50-50. Then but what was wrong? Because it's, it's, it's her principle. Okay. Yeah. As in, I'm not going to go over like the other issues in a relationship because yeah. this is just one of it. Okay. But so there were many, it's probably many... not a very strong reason. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Correct. It, it was one reason not the main reason but yeah but to me like it sounds silly uh, if that's the main reason uh, because like the, the guy is really in compromise then like it doesn't mean if you cannot achieve it now you cannot achieve it in the future yeah because my friend who is a boyfriend he earns maybe double her income so he understands that it shouldn't be 50 50 in that sense because you know it depends on the earning powers or so yeah, yeah. I mean, parties. in a relationship, there's always a compromise. Like, it's not, like, yeah. very clear. I mean, ideally, you want that, but doesn't mean that you have to stick to it, like, die-die. Like, every cent, you also have to count, like, five, five yeah, cents, I to, need to split into 2.5 cents. No, right? To be honest, society judges guys a lot harsher if they cannot provide financially. From, from my whole, like, monologue, from the, you know, from the start of this scenario, I think, in general, right, guys are expected to provide but I think it has shifted quite a lot as women are able to like earn as as almost as much as like guys or even sometimes more. So yeah, I don't think like I think for our generation and our generation later, like things will be much more different. Like there isn't as much expectation on the guys and financial. The biggest reason I would say would be kids, oh. because if 
you're going to be a single household, single working parent, right? You know, that that's wrong, that's wrong. So let's say a family, only one of the husband or wife can work. Usually the husband will be the one working. Because it makes sense that the wife stays home to look after the child. Because that's just normal convention, I guess. Yeah, but like there are, there are also cases where like the guy is the same old dad. Yeah. yeah. Those are, I would say, very, very minor. I don't know. Really, we, minority. For me, it depends on the relationship. Like if, let's say, in a relationship where the female is definitely like smarter, like has better businesses or she has her own business already, it makes sense for then the other part- partner to actually sacrifice his like, own career if he, like, he's not going anywhere or etc. Or, like, okay. or, or maybe he doesn't have ambitions to like go further up the ladder, corporate ladder, etc. He just want to... But a lot, of guys have, a lot of guys have that pride. Yeah, yeah. So it's insofar as to on an individual basis, like on the relationship basis, how your, how the dynamics is like. So it shouldn't be, like there shouldn't be a set ideal for like a relationship. It should always be uh, suited to the two parties. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I agree with. I'm just saying in general, there's a unequal pressure on guys. Yeah, because it's right. just society's view. Like, but if, you, if you're a person who like don't give a shit about what society views you as, then yeah, just do you. Uh. Yeah. In that sense, right? Are you happier not caring about society? Yeah, why not? Okay. I mean, society's pressure or like certain like few points. Like, you don't have to take a lot of them to heart, I don't. Yeah. yeah. But they make me unhappy, right? They make you unhappy. If you if you if you if you put it into your heart, I guess. Because okay. they're just extra stressors as the, like I don't know, for you. Be- and you yeah, don't need because- you don't need them. Yeah, we can say this, but then practically it's a lot harder to adhere to. Like what are some examples that you think are hard to adhere to? What are some examples? So for example, if we go back to the example of the guy needing to work. So if you are stay-at-home dad, right, definitely people will pass judgment on you. As in, why aren't you the... If you are the guy or the husband, why aren't you out working? You know? So... In that sense, although you can say, I'm going to ignore the naysayers, right? But ultimately, I still think it will affect me, regardless whether I try to ignore it or not. So on a personal basis, you feel that like the, the pressure will get to you, basically? Yeah. I mean, even as something as simple as earning an income, right? So, for example, now you are unemployed. Do you feel any forms of pressure? Or myself, yes, lah. Like, I, I put pressure on myself so that, like, I'm actually doing things instead of, like, just lazing around, you know. But external pressure? No. From your family members, no. Generally, my parents are okay with me. Okay. Yeah, because, like, it's not like, um, they don't expect much of me, but obviously I expect much of myself, like, I think I still want to contribute to the family. Like, I want to give my parents allowances. So, like, while I'm unemployed, then I'll just, I tell them that, like, once I'm employed, then I'll just continue to contribute. So it's more of a personal pressure than anything else. Okay. So that personal pressure doesn't come from society? No. It's just individual, like, I think, like, I'm kind of, like, bored enough that I need something to do. Okay. Alright. Let's move on to the last scenario. Okay. Uh, Give me some time. I'll look through a few. Okay. Take your time. See which is a more interesting one. Let's see. So far, we have talked about dating scenarios two yeah. dating scenarios and one cheating scenario right yeah but most of the scenarios are more relationship based right? because like like the dynamics of a relationship causes you to judge whether you are an asshole or not in, in, in okay. this case okay so uh i have this last one basically it's uh, uh the younger brother his elder brother is getting married okay so then basically the eldest brother's wife uh has a sister okay so during the wedding the younger brother actually hit it off with the younger sister okay yeah and then basically what happened was that the father and the brother elder brother told him to not to f as in how to say not to further their really like because they were hitting off uh, then they they noticed that like he was hitting off etc then they wanted him to like sort of uh stop the stop it for just the wedding but eventually the younger brother actually slept with the younger sister Okay. Yeah. So, 
Okay, let, let me simplify this. Alright. So there's a couple. Yep. The guy has a brother. Yep. And then the girl the has yeah. a sister. Yeah. And then both of them slept together. Yeah. So who's the asshole in this situation? Uh, I think because the brother and fa- uh, father got angry because they told him like not to. Get so the groom and the dad, uh, Yeah, was angry uh, at the younger brother. So the younger brother is posting like asking. Okay, this is me personally. I think it's damn weird. It is damn weird to go after your siblings, spouses, sibling. Okay. For me personally, it's damn weird because. It just means that I am attracted to my siblings, you know. I don't know. It just it's a bit it's in it's sensuous. Okay. But it's like incest, uh. Why? It's not blood related, but okay, it's it's a bit a good example would be let's say me and you are brothers, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm getting married to my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, right, you are damn attracted to my girlfriend. No, that's so different. Because my girlfriend and my girlfriend's sibling would look similar, right? Because they are blood related. Might not look similar. It depends, right? I mean, it depends, but we can more or less say that they share the same genes, so they are bound to look a certain way. Yeah, but looks is just looks, okay. right? Personality-wise, no, it can be much different. So. I'm, I'm trying to try to put it in your point of view. Yeah. Okay. So it is like, if you are my brother, right, I don't want you to like my girlfriend. Or I don't want you to be attracted to my girlfriend. Because this is my girlfriend. And it's weird that you're attracted to her. So I understand that point of view. Right? So I understand this, like, the scenario I just created is more extreme than the Reddit scenario. Mm-hmm. But it's more or less the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To okay, you, you, you To you, you is it? Yes. I think to you, that is like the equivalence uh, in some sense. Yes, if I take the, the Reddit scenario to an extreme, I can see where they're coming from. For me, it's like, I guess everyone was the asshole. What do you mean everyone's the asshole? Because like, the brother could have told, just told the uh, yeah, the bride sister that like, um, I'm very much attracted to you, but I would like things to not be like, physical or we don't take things further during this wedding reception. And we can continue on further like, post-wedding, right? Okay. Because like... So you just think it... Sorry, you just think it's a timing issue, is it? Yeah. Then the... What the uh, groom and the dad could have done was to word it... I think because the words that they used were like... The tone, I guess, like the way they structured it wasn't that pleasing as well. They could have gone in at, like saying much better like... Could you just... I understand you have feelings. I think you have feelings for her and etc. But like, could you just put it off just for the wedding? That's all. Yeah. And I think yeah. like things would have been fine. Apart from that, I have no qualms with like whatever relationship they want to have with each other because like, yeah. But I thought the, the way they handled the situation was quite... Uh, How did they handle the situation? Also, in the end, like, because end of the dad and the groom became angry at the brother and then the brother, like, they also, he, he just went on and pursued the, like, attraction. Uh, well, okay. uh, when the wedding was going on. So, yeah. So you have been nice as a younger brother to just, you know, it's, it's like only for what? Two, three days? Like, it's not like saying, oh, uh, don't like her. Right? Somehow I picture this to be like a drama. Indian Indian story. <laughs> I Indian? have no idea. No, no, I don't oh. know. It's just like random story. Somehow or rather, I don't know why, but I just picture an Indian wedding. <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't know. You don't see it? No. Like the two Indian brothers like fighting. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe... Most of the Indian shows always revolve around weddings. You watch too much Bollywood, is it? This would be a perfect Bollywood scenario. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I think it's really, really weird. Really? In my why? Why? Oh, actually, you explain it. But for me, it's not. Eh? Because, like, the bride is not related to our family in any sense. It's only... Okay. Yeah. Let me let me give you... As in, I understand they're not blood-related. That's not the issue that I have. Okay. Let me give you... A more relatable scenario. If so it's you twin. have a, no, you have. A, yeah, use the twins. Uh, they look the same. Okay, okay, fine. I'll use the twins, but then I'll make it to fit your scenario. Okay. 
I mean, fit you as you. Okay. So you have a sister, right? Let's okay. say she's dating this guy. Okay. Okay. This guy has a twin sister. Okay. Will you go after that twin sister? Insofar if there's any attraction, I don't. That is damn weird. Why? Why is it you weird? Are, you're banging your sister's brother's sister. That's damn weird. There's no blood relation. Yeah, I get there's no blood relation. I, don't I think to me it's being not attracted weird. to the same family member just give me the... The creeps. Yeah. It's like the EGB, EGBGs or something. What's, what's EGBGs? Okay, I don't know. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's, it's just a slang for the creeps. Okay. <laughs> Alright. So I'll, I, I, I can just conclude that basically for you it's just no. Anything that like you cannot date in the same family, that's all. Yes. It's very weird. Yeah, very, very weird. I don't know. It feels to me like... Because they are just... They are individuals. Right? Like there's no... To me, I don't tie them to any relation. Like they might okay. be brothers and sisters but they are individuals. I think I have to admit that logically... Logically speaking, right, that's no issue. Uh. Okay. Yeah. But emotionally, uh, just... Uh, I'll admit that. Yeah. yeah. It's just a... Uh, it's just there's some kind of weird barrier for me. Uh-huh. But I... I mean, if other people go for it, that's... That's fine. Yeah, that's completely okay. Uh. Just that for you, it's... Uh... Yeah. Just a bit weird. <laughs> okay. I think we covered four very, very interesting scenarios. And maybe we can do like a... Part two. Yeah, sure. Of a Reddit thread. Then maybe this time is like, am I a weirdo or am I a creeper? You know? I don't know. I need to find it. Like, am I an asshole? Like just some really weird, creepy stories. For example, like, oh, you know, I I purchased this used underwear from this girl on the website. Am I creepy? I guess you are creep, that's but... Not an actual, that's not an actual question. No, no, I know, I know. Sure but there are people who ask that. No, but I mean, like, I'm sure, like, he's creepy, but, like, he didn't violate any... Um, I don't know. He didn't violate anyone in that sense. Uh. So he's a closet creep, I guess. Closet creep. Yeah. Like, because he didn't offend anyone. Right? He didn't go about stealing or anything. Right? Okay. Yeah. So it's fair game, uh, it's like a transaction, uh, that's all. Like, both parties are happy. Uh. Okay. I think you're just very liberal in nature. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, but I mean, obviously he's still a creep, but I mean, that's fine. As long as you don't harm anyone. Used underwear vending machines is alright in your book, right? Yeah. (laughs) Is it? Okay. Yeah, I I mean, they have that in Japan. uh, So. Yeah. I don't know if that's trolling, uh, because when we were in Japan, we didn't see anything creepy at all. Like pervy, you know? I, I don't know. Probably there is, but just that you need to know where do you get it. Like, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. But for me, as long as there's no harm to both consenting adults, then that's fine. Yeah. I think I kind of take the same ethical stance as you. But anyways. Okay. Let's cut it here. Right. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye-bye.